Welcome to the Oasis of Love webcast brought to you by Love Center Family Church and the teaching ministries of Pastor Joseph and Deborah Hill. Oasis of Love mission is to develop strong online communities to go into the world, preach the good news of the kingdom to everyone, equipping them to do the work of Jesus and to edify the body of Christ by teaching God's love and faith as a lifestyle for the believer, restoring families and building up our communities. This episode is brought to you by our partners across the globe, and we truly thank you for your gifts of love and appreciation. Now let's enter into today's broadcast. Look at chapter one. This is a prayer, a Holy Spirit inspired prayer that that Paul penciled for us. He, he gave this prayer to us, the body of Christ, new believers. Glory to God. And let's start with verse 16, Ephesians chapter 1. And I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Translation. So you have a King James going to read a little different, but it, it's still a good Translation, the Amplified just does just that. It amplifies the picture that the author is trying to portray or paint on the canvas of our minds. For I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One, the Father of glory, that he may grant you and I a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. Now, Paul said, this is how he prayed for the believers. I heard Brother Brother Hagin say years ago, and I heard him say it several times, that when the Spirit of God quickened this passage of Scripture to him, caused him to, to, to really notice this verse of Scripture, said so he started praying this prayer for himself constantly. He goes off and say, you know, how many times, and your brother Hagen is a very was a very disciplined. Yes, still is. I mean, he's in heaven with Jesus, but he was a very disciplined person, very disciplined. So he said he prayed this prayer over and over and over for himself. Now, as we go on, I don't know if he prayed the prayer once, and then from then on began to thank. Re, reshape or reform the prayer and a prayer of thanksgiving, which now is a prayer of petition. And there's different kinds of prayer you know. Um, maybe you don't, but I'm telling you, there's prayer is, is not just pray any kind of way you want to pray. That's just like saying, let's play basketball with football rules. There's, there's many kinds of sports. And there's many kinds of prayers. 
And the significant about this and the reason why I mentioned it is, this is because all sports aren't played. No sports are played with the same rule. The rules that govern basketball is not the same rule that govern football. A guy said he took his girlfriend to a, 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 a basketball game and he made two points. She said, great touchdown. Huh? <laughs> right? Well, I think in in and I don't mean I don't mean it to be negative. I don't like being negative. I don't like but some things are negative. And I only mention them to aid and assist us in recognizing what is what is Gospel, what is God, what is Jesus, and what is man-made religion? So we wouldn't, you know, okidote. No one would okidote us, you know, like pull wool over our eyes. So religion says, you know, in a way, in a way, you know, in a way God bless us, I'd be satisfied. Yeah, but that's not true. So, this prayer is a prayer petition. I don't have time. That's not part of this teaching to go in the various prayers that's mentioned in the Bible. But Jesus says this. And when I say, I don't know how Paul formalized this because we know according to Mark eleven twenty two, one of the prayer uh, guidelines that Jesus gives us is what things so ever you desire when you pray believe you receive them and you shall have them that's a principle but in verse 22 Jesus has already talked to them about what we're going to talk about today which I haven't gotten into yet but I will Faith, in the English translation, the King James, they call it faith. The Hebrew or the Greek translation, they call it pistis. Faith. So they want to know what's in your words, Jesus. Now, I'm sure that by the Holy Spirit had to reveal them this, this truth. This phenomenon that Jesus speaks and what he says actually comes to pass. By now, they're, they're like, we're blown, we're blown away with this. This this guy, this man spoke yesterday to a fig tree, a tree, and we thought he was crazy. He said to that tree. No man eat fruit from thee henceforth and forever. And he went on about his business. Just went on, went into the temple, whipped up on some folks. <laughs> Jesus! What in the world? That's what my wife, my wife go. What in the world? <laughs> Jesus! Behold the fig tree which you curse. 
is whether the way. Now, notice they didn't hear Jesus say this because he didn't say he didn't say, hey, fig tree, I'm cursing you. He didn't say that. But what he said, curse that fig tree. No man eat fruit from thee henceforth and forever. You know, that is right, Holy Spirit. That is surely right. I got, I'm going to share this with you. You want to? You want to hear this? In Ephesians, in Romans chapter 8, Paul talks about our adoption or our full redemption, which is the redemption of our bodies. You, you know, that's the next great thing that's going to happen in our life, right? We're going to get a glorified body. I mean, that's the hope that keeps us going forward. Because we know that this body we in is causing us all the trouble. Yeah, when I want to pray for two hours, I go to sleep at two minutes. It's my body, y'all. And see, here's the thing about it. You, you have one just like mine. <laughs> it does not want to follow the things of God. It's not spiritual. But the glorified body is going to be a spiritual body. It won't give your mind any more trouble. Your mind... Your body and your spirit is going to be all one in obeying the purpose of God. There would be no antagonistic thoughts, move, action, impulse, or anything ever again. But until then, we got the help of the Holy Spirit on our flesh. Romans chapter 8, write it like verse 24, something where he's talking about creation. It's it's obvious that creation somehow know what's going on. It says creation know that that they that I mean creation like the animals kingdom, the plant kingdom, all the kingdom in this natural physical realm. It knows somehow God created it that <laughs> I, I can't fully understand it, but. They communicate in their own way. And God did it that way. Everything God does, he does for a purpose. And it says creation, they, that creation groans. And said the reason why creation groans because it's waiting. It's almost like he's praying for us to come into our full sonship because creation knows the moment you and I are transformed and put on our glorified body, that creation itself will enter into the same deliverance or freedom from the slavery of the bondage of sin. Creation is going to go, oh, happy day. That's what the tree is going to be clapping. The fruit tree is going to be clapping. Everything that God made is going to clap when we come into our full sonship. Glory to God. 
Because Adam subjected creation to this slavery, to sin. And it's not going to be released until Adam leases up. So they're waiting. There's waiting. So for Jesus to talk to that fig tree, it's like Jesus knew something about creation. And God made the creation from what we're going to talk about today, this substance. And so this substance that we're going to talk about is the, is the parent force of all creation. Everything came into being because of this substance force. Everything. There is nothing that exists that exists whereby faith did not make it. This, this substance we're going to talk about. This substance made all things. Glory to God. Glory to God. So Jesus said to the fig tree, no man eateth fruit from thee henceforth and forever. And Peter said, Lord, behold the fig tree which your curses is withered away. Jesus, he says like, like, hey, brothers, because there was 12 of them. What's in this man's words? We ain't never met nobody like this before. Have you not noticed everything he says comes to pass? He goes, yeah, 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 Peter. <laughs> yeah, remember he told me to throw that net out into the deep for a catch in broad daylight? And every, all of us, majority of us, were fishermen. And you all, you, and come on, come on. Luke, you doc. You, you, you know, <laughs> medically, that's. Scientifically, that's not possible. Fish don't come out when they see your net as clear as the sea is and jump into your net. That's why we fished all night. Listen, we fished all night long when you're supposed to fish. See, they, they weren't like me, you know, get a pole and go out there and fish. They were fishermen. This was their business. They had these boats and nets, and this was, they, this was, they, this was their livelihood. So these guys knew what they were doing. I go into my neighbor's garage uh, last week, and he has almost 50 some reels. He got them organized, and his wife says, that's deep sea, deep sea salt fishing reels. I'm like, I use them for anything. See, because you're no fisherman. You're a fisher. (laughs) You're a fisherman. And then on this side with all these reels. And it says, a lot of them, his, his daddy reels and granddaddy reels. They for freshwater fishing. They were, they had businesses. They're entrepreneurs. So he know when Jesus said, go throw your net out into the, in the deep for a catch. Peter says, we fish all night like we're supposed to do. And didn't catch not a thing. Nevertheless, it's your word. It's your word. He called his 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 uh, helpers. You know? He had, he had hired servants. He had he hired people. He had employees. 
He has a business, okay? You have employees. He, hey, come, come here, uh, guys. Tony William, William, come here. Said, look, Jesus says, throw the net in. They had already cleaned their nets and put up the net, folded it up real good, and put it in the storage area for that night so they can fish. You know, don't get payments due, okay? They got to get some money. Baby needs shoes. Oh, they wore sandals. They needed shoes. So they need money. So I said, okay, fold it up right here. Okay, all right. So he said, look, 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 guys. William, you go take, go, William, you, the two of you, you, get those old raggedy nets in the storage. Huh? You, did you hear what I said? See, Peter Boss, man. You hear what I said, didn't you? Man, well, what if you catch? What if you catch it? That that won't hold. I mean, what if you get a nice catch, Peter? Go get those nets and use those. Nets. He's like, we ain't gonna use these good nets. So they threw those nets out there, and at Jesus' word, those fish obeyed and came into that net. And fill that net, and those nets start to break, and the fish starts to getting out. Then Peter was calling, "Come on, guys, come on, help me!" And then when they got in, fill that boat with all those fish. Peter, I mean, the word, the net won't any good, but the words of Jesus was holding those fish in those horrible nets. And Peter, Peter fell on his knees. Oh, God, Jesus, get out of here. I'm worthless. I'm worthless. I'm, I'm, I'm such a dumb, dumb, such a slip. He said, Peter, get up. Get yourself up from here. I'm going to make you fishers of men, man. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Can you, 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 you see, you understand that? So now he's, he's telling them, hey, 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 guys. It's not in the scripture, but knowing scripture, this fall right in line with who we are. And Jesus is all God and all man. And he know how we were designed and how we are to operate in life. And the principles were to use because God never, never created us to be failures. Amen. Never. Amen. So he says to them in the Joseph translation, it's the God kind of faith. Amen. Huh? That's what's in my words. In essence, he's saying, haven't you read Genesis 1.26? When the father says, let us create mankind in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the works of our hand. He was, he was, do, he was doing what he was created by God to do. Take dominion over it. So when he says, go throw your net out into the deep for a catch, 
He's exercising his God-given dominion that all of us have. Glory to God. So he said, hey, God is a spirit being. Faith is a spirit substance. When you have it in you, which comes in you through and by words from God, the spirit of the living God. And you take it and begin to reintroduce it over and over into the deposits of your heart, your spirit. You have faith in abundance. You have this energy, this strength that you live by. So that's, I'm just doing what I was put here to do. The same thing you were prepared to do to have dominion. To have dominion. See, that circumstance was, I I can see that the Spirit of God got me going a little way, but y'all okay with this, right? He's now, (laughs) you all was all beat out of shape over the fact that the circumstances that you experienced last night being that you didn't catch not one fish and the donkey payment still due on the 13th. Yes. And your rent and your mortgage is all still due. The baby still needs shoes and milk and on and on and on. And you're troubled about that. Because you don't fully have a revelation on the inside of you yet. Which enables us to discover who we really, really are. I heard a man say the other day, maybe a month, uh, maybe a week or two ago, I am. Because he said, I am. And I don't hear people say that, like, talk like that. That much. Now around you guys, y'all do it all the time. And man, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's one of the most powerful statements that a person can make. That's, I am more than enough. Glory to God. So he says, all right, I tell you what. He says, the scripture says, God created you, us in his image and out. He's identifying with them because he's all man. So he's telling them, Peter, them, hey, God created us, mankind, To have dominion. Faith gives you dominion. Because faith, the substance of faith is the, I don't know. Holy Spirit, help us to grasp this statement. Faith is the parent force. Or the underlying reality of everything that exists. Meaning. Nothing would exist without this foundation upon it. This dimension of faith created all the other dimensions.
There wouldn't be a second dimension, a third dimension, a first dimension, if it wasn't faith. Spiritual thing is a dimension in it in its own. We have the natural and we have the supernatural. We have the kingdom of God and we have the physical world. Different dimensions. Hallelujah. Then everything else is below that. Glory to God. So Jesus is operating on this, let's say, fourth dimension. I know the Bible doesn't talk about fourth dimension, but he's operating in the kingdom of God. Okay. The kingdom of God rules all other kingdoms. Everything is under God's rule. And that's what the kingdom of God is. Jesus is a citizen of that kingdom. Being a citizen has given him divine rights. And with these rights come responsibilities. And with these responsibilities come privileges. But he's led by the spirit of the living God. He don't just operate on his own. Him and the spirit of God is one. That's thinking on a whole new level that, that Adam should have continued to think on. Adam never was dominated by any other dimension other than the fourth dimension or the kingdom of God before he fell into sin. We can't imagine how brilliant Adam was, is. (laughs) But we can look at Jesus because the Bible says that he's the last Adam. So you, you look at, let's look at Jesus and then we'll get an idea of what God expected man to operate on. In his thinking, in his speech, and it is walk with the spirit of the living God. So he says, hey, hey, guys, let, this is a mystery. A mystery is that which is hidden in God's mind when, when we talk biblical, biblical word, the biblical word mystery or mysteries means that which is outside of natural Intellectual comprehension, meaning the way God thinks, your mind, my mind, human mind would never be able to discover a thought in God's mind. No matter how smart you are, no matter how intelligent we are, you can never think on that level unless you have divine assistance. That's why when Jesus asked them, who do men in their intellect say that I am? They came up with all type of intellectual, smart, witty answers. And all of them was wrong. I mean, the sound, John the Baptist come back from the dead. Ruh, ruh, ruh. Elijah, oh yeah, Elijah, he's a bad prophet. Some said one of the prophets. Jesus says, I guess Jesus goes, oh, man, this intellectual energy is really, whew. 
He says, who do you, I mean, surely you guys know. Who do you say that I am? Have you ever conversated with someone and been in conversation? They're always telling you what so-and-so said. I'm the only one been in a conversation like that. Y'all look at me like I just got off a boat, a boat, a bus, a plane, or something. That, that's 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 why people, so many people walk with a defeated mindset because they hang around people with the same type of mindset, and they don't know you could you that that there's a there's a virus within people's mind. So I'm not sure about this. So you can you can feel free at this point. After I say this, to jump in if you know the answer. If I if I if I use it, if I'm not correct, and you fact check me, <laughs> well, I'm telling you, it's okay to say, "Hey, pastor, it's not that; it's this." Right. <laughs> and I would say, "Thank you very much." <laughs> Here's another teacher. So, uh, so, would you speak up, please? You believe I'm right. She's taking it by faith. <laughs> Somebody fact checking me right now. I like that though. I like this new generation. You better be. You better make sure you know what you're talking about. Oh, that ain't right. Now, 380 miles per hour per second is pretty fast. That's how fast light travels. Fish is good. Yes, he, did. he ate the fish. Yes, he, did. he said, hey, touch me, touch me, touch me, touch me. See, a spirit has not flesh and bone. I'm not a ghost. I'm Jesus. I just have a glorified body. And I know how to speed up the components in it. And then he vanished from the side. (laughs) But he ain't going to do that because you'll scare people to Jesus. He don't want them to get scared and come to him. He wants them to come to him by faith. So he's telling, the faith is a a substance. He's telling them, that's what God gave you guys to work with. Your daddy Adam fell from that and he lost that. But I'm here by request of the Godhead to bring it back to all humanity who would accept me as their Lord and their Savior. Who you all have preached me this morning. I'm I'm finished. I'll pick up here next Sunday. I never finish. I never finish. I'm like a train. When I get to that point, I got to stop Disconnect, say, hey, pick y'all up next Sunday. Come on, let's stand up and receive this. Thank you for watching the Oasis of Love broadcast. This message is available in its entirety as an MP3 download for a love offering of $5 or more at dollar sign kingdom rule at paypal.me. That's dollar sign kingdom rule at paypal.me. This message was brought to you by Joseph and Deborah Hill Ministries, the congregation at Love Center Family Church, and you are faithful partners worldwide. Thanks to you, we're expanding our online community on Facebook, boosting our YouTube subscription base. 
You can also catch our live services every Sunday at 11 a.m. on our Facebook group. And until next week, always remember to reach out to the world with the love of God. And remember, faith and the anointing work of my love. Until next week.